You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the West of Scotland Football Show right here on SM Media. I'm Scott Pike. It's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. I'm delighted to welcome this week's special guest. A pleasure to welcome from Canvas Line Ranger Scott Anson. Scott, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, thanks Scott for the invite. It's a pleasure being here as well, mate. You've picked a good weekend. Obviously the West of Scotland probably getting as much coverage as it's ever got. Oh well, may as well let's get it hit the ground running then. It's been obviously like we'll start obviously talking about kind of the Darvel game and things like that. Obviously, been some result. We're going to do a wee Scottish Cup bit later on the show. We are recording this right in the middle of the Drum Chapel game with our away to Elgin. Right now, it's one each, but I've got my phone here. If there's a goal, you will know about it, and we can obviously discuss it. Hopefully, we'll get to the end of the, the end of the show and we'll, we'll know one way that I'll Drum Chapel in the next round. But obviously, with yourselves, obviously at Canvas Lang this season, I obviously went in the conference last season, got up to the Premier Division. Been a tough, been a tough season so far. Obviously, some big players, obviously leaving the summer. How's it been? How are you finding it? It's what's it been? Kind of your thoughts in the season so far? Uh, listen, I think we knew it was going to be tough, regardless of losing players or not. But I mean, we lost. Uh, we Scott Williamson mm-hmm. fifty plus goals. Uh, big John Gamo fired in a few goals as well. Uh, but it's been difficult, mate. I'm not going to lie. Uh, suspensions, we've had points taken off us, injuries, boys going on holidays, but listen, it's no excuses. Uh, most teams, every team's probably the same in terms of all the kind of factors. Uh, but if I'm honest, there's no much between the games, the teams, each other. Uh, yeah. Taking their chances, be a bit of luck, and at this present moment, Scott, uh, we're not taking our chances, we're not really getting much luck. See, obviously, as well, like you said, they're obviously about losing Scott. And kind of a big, a big example, you'd said they're obviously scored 50 goals. He's went to Queen's Park and, I mean, he's, he's, took, the, he's, he's took it pretty well there as well. Were you surprised? Have you been surprised at just how quickly he's risen up there? I mean, are you for uh, playing in the Premier League? I think I was because I think uh, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to work out when Queen's Park got promoted. I think if they'd have stayed in. League One, I think you'd have been a big, big player for them. Mm-hmm. But with them uh, going straight to the Championship, I knew it'd be difficult. I knew they'd be spending money to bring in to compete in the Championship. But listen, the wee man's done great. He's he's come on, he's scored a few goals, had a couple of starts. But as I said, it's a bit binding his time now. Uh, he's got a three and a half year contract. So yeah. being patient and then taking when he gets another chance to take his chance. And see, obviously, with the, the conferences, we've spoken about this a lot, obviously the conferences have kind of worked really well because it's gave us five really competitive leagues, but have you been surprised with the kind of step up or did you, when obviously winning the league so well last season and coming up, have you been surprised with how good the standard is in the Premier Division or was it... I think most of, the, most of the players we've got have, have played at a, a good level, if not the top league, if someone have dropped down for the senior ranks and we've got a couple of good youngsters... Uh, no, I'm not surprised, but I think it's a it's been a wee, wee bit of a wake up call for some some boys because 
no disrespect to some of the lesser teams last year, we were turning up and it was like the matter of we were scoring five, six, seven, no conceding many goals. And then this year, it's you're, you're not getting many chances, so you've really got to take your chances and you're, you're up against some top quality players as well. And like, obviously as well, when we're working again, and Billy and Paul, obviously they're, they're good. They're good managers. Like, how how have they been kind of with you like so far? Like obviously, it's been a complete near enough a complete overhaul in most cases with the first team. How's it kind of been getting the squad together and getting some? There's been some good players come in. Obviously, well, Grant Brennan's been a good player for you. But what's, what's it kind of been like getting a kind of replacing the players? I it's been difficult. Uh, as I said, most most good players they're no they're no available for free. So and then clubs now are are asking for top dollar. Uh, Week Ants came in and he's been a revelation to be honest. He's been playing up front of me and we've linked up well and he's he's scored he scored some important goals for us. Uh, Billy and Paul are, are, are just Billy and Paul are just Billy and Paul. They've, they've been there, they've done it before. Uh, but we've got a great coach in David Smith who takes all the training and his training's fantastic. I'm really enjoying his training. Uh, but I think we're, we're doing a wee bit of luck in but as I say, we've got a tough run of games coming up now as well. Yeah, we'll touch on that later on. Obviously, there's a, a few games I want to I want to touch on later on. Where else to start? But the Scottish Cup over the weekend, Darvel won Aberdeen now. If you've been living on living in a cave somewhere, you'll know that Darvel won in the the fifth round. Again, there's so many like out of these kind of took took notice of this result. It's probably I can remember. Can you think of a bigger Scottish Cup upset than that? Nah, it's probably along the lines of Clyde and Celtic, I suppose, but. I mean, there's six leagues between Darvo and Aberdeen. Uh, up until last year, Aberdeen were the were the fourth best side in Scotland. So, nah, I think it's huge. Uh, I think it will give the West uh, a massive uh, like, kind of look at things now as well. People will be kind of thinking, and it's not even just the West. Like, there's there's some good quality sides in the East now as well, and mm-hmm. and even in Conferences, there's, there's some top sides probably going to be challenging to come up to the Super League this year as well. You see, like Darvo obviously winning the game, like a 1 0 result, you can look at that and think, did they? If you didn't watch the game, you would think that Darvo scored early and just completely part the bus. Darvo were probably playing the better football for most of the game. As I said, I, I wasn't surprised. I know Aberdeen are on a, a poor run, but I know, I know the players Darvo have got. and and I knew it was a, it's a one-off game, anything can happen. But I sat, and, I watched the full game, and you would never have knew the the golf in yeah. leagues and class and players and stuff. But I mean, Aberdeen did internationalists too as well. That's they didn't really they played maybe one player, the, the big boy Miowski, is probably the regular striker. But apart from him, it was a full strength Aberdeen team. No, kind of like Aberdeen. We've I kind of spoke about this uh, today a, a wee bit as well. Aberdeen are kind of. Did they did they kind of down tools? Was it an Aberdeen team that were kind of fully at the races? Probably not. But Darvo, like they took the game completely to to Aberdeen. We saw obviously Max team talk. I mean, how can you know? Like, do you know? I mean, how can you know? Like, getting motivated by that. His team talk was brilliant. It was like something off a brave heart or something. Was, uh, I text Mick this this morning saying fantastic. The team talk was great. And but as I said, Aberdeen didn't really have any excuses. It's not as if like the park was poor. I mean, that park was better in better condition in Hamden last weekend. Correct, yeah. And that's it's a let. Like, do you know what I mean? That's a kind of, it shows you, I know we talk a lot about the park and you know, what's, what's been done to it and what we've heard about it, but it's definitely working. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, when you look at that, it's like it's a proper, really good surface. 
Yeah, I, I thought it. I thought the two centre halves, uh, Meg and Edie, were, were amazing. They were. Yeah. They were strong. They won everything. Their tackles, and uh, Chris chose to obviously put off a, some great Phenomenal. saves. But I was. I was well impressed with Craig. Yeah. Boy in the middle of the park. I thought he was fun. He kept the ball. He took it under pressure, and obviously he, he had a few shots as well. He was unlucky. Uh, but I think all in all. He deserved it. I think when Goodwin's interview after the game, he, he didn't come out and slate his team. He said, I want to congratulate Darvo. But and I think that was that was the right thing to do. And like with Darvo as well, like five years ago, even like obviously being from Ayrshire, you would talk about Darvo and a lot of people would just laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like they would I mean they had the reputation that they were not the best side and they really weren't. I mean, you can look back, they were probably one of the, the poorest teams in Ayrshire at that point. If you look at the you look at the rise, I mean, oh, obviously. Mac and John have went in and they've, they've obviously they have spent a lot of money but they have recruited really well like you look at their team like bringing on like it was, it was we were talking off earlier Craig Moore come on Thomas Riley come on do you know what I mean these are two properly good players and it's not like they're I mean their starting 11 is probably as good as you good as good as you'll see in the Lowland League and it's the same obviously this I don't know if it's because we're we're in the, we see the West all the time like this this team are capable of big results they've got a lot of squad depth I know that it's an Aberdeen it's Aberdeen and realistically Aberdeen the thought of Darrell beating Aberdeen two years ago you would never see it but mm-hmm. you look at Darrell's squad they are capable of playing some properly good football against some really really good sides and they're again they, Falkirk they, at they, home they'll not they'll, they'll not be fearing Falkirk no, I, I don't think they'll be fearing them, you know, to be honest, at home. They've, they've had the kind of encouragement now of the Aberdeen. They've had the, the big tie. So, I mean, uh, first and foremost, Darvo will have to just get back to basics and go to Arthur on Saturday. But, uh, listen, Darvo train up next to us at Canvas Lang and Dale yeah. Park. Their training's fantastic. It's a high tempo. They've got a, a massive squad. Everybody seems to be enjoying it. So there's, there's good things going at Darvo now. And, and I know they want to go up through the leagues. And, and listen, I, I think they will go through the leagues as well. And I was watch, I was watching the game with my partner as well. And she made a point at half time. She says, like, obviously Darvo took the lead in the first half. And she said, oh, Aberdeen will be 10 times fat on the second half. I said, I wouldn't be, like, totally for that kind of thing. Because you're like, you obviously said there about the training. We've heard stories about the training. Is it Darvo and things like that? Mm-hmm. Properly high tempo. And you see there's a lot of... There's a lot of fitness focus kind of thing as, as well but again for the club we saw obviously the celebrations at the end it was a, a full house I mean that that stadium that will never ever that will probably, probably I'll never have seen a crowd like that and, it's, and before no, that it's, so, I mean I mean a lot of work as well I know John John had got his company in to do all the work behind the goals so without all that the tie probably wouldn't have been ahead at the uh, they had to get moved to Rugby Park or whatever but no so fair play to John as well he's uh, oh, definitely. spent a lot of money getting the, the ground ready for the tie but listen as I said they, he didn't even dabble didn't he like, time waste once they didn't no. go down with camp they, they just played the game and, and then like any other team the last minute or two they kind of kept in the corner but I mean some you get some class teams in the world that do that do you know what I mean yeah what does this do for the West obviously we've like talk sport I've talked about it with Sky Sports a big segment in Sky Sports news this morning do you know what I mean it's it shows you that this that obviously the pyramid system and things like that with a lot of debate in the past few weeks about the, the way the pyramid system is going to work but these teams can these teams better get respect for 
for that. Now, Darvel have set a great example. Jim Chapel, obviously, are playing tonight. They've, I mean, what an occasion for them as well. We'll touch on them in a wee second, but again, this league is certainly deserving of the. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I think it would. I've seen the, the boy Jordan that does Darvel's Twitter page was seeing the amount of followers, the eight new followers that he had this morning. So, I mean, it's yeah. sorry people taking notice, but I've played in the East and I've played in the West as well, obviously, but. But for me, the West's a, a lot better standards. There's there's better teams. There's there's bigger. The crowds are getting. I've noticed the crowds are even getting bigger as well. Yeah. So people are uh, are starting to go and watch their local teams. And as I said, it's probably it's going to be cheaper going to watch a local team than going to Glasgow or Edinburgh or Kamarno to watch the, the, the team you actually support. So no, I think uh, I think it's massive what Davo done last night for the West as well. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, tonight from Chapel, uh, it's now two one to Elgin. Kane Hessler just scored for Elgin as well. Even if Tim Chapel wanted to win this game, they've went on some journey from a team that obviously they had to win a cup to get into the competition. To get this far has been a, has been some achievement for that club. Well, listen, I, I know Adam personally, uh, and I knew what it, what, it, what, it, what tonight means to him. Uh, but as I say to him, it's a one-off game. There's no yeah. pressure. You can go up there and. As I said, it's two one to Elgin the new, but an equaliser and then get to extra time, and you never know what penalties is a lottery. You know right yourself, Scott. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's some some occasion for the club as well. And obviously, we we spoke about that with Adam. We had Adam on the other day, and we were just saying about how. I mean, it's just a, an occasion for the for the club as well, and it just it will give teams motivation. That's the thing as well. The West, obviously, a lot of teams are trying to get their SFA lights and things like. that. It's just motivation for them to. Because they can see what the cop can do, and there's a romance with the cop. We know that, but these clubs ten years ago would never have thought they could they would get a chance to be in the Scottish Cup. Now it's something they can do every year. It just shows you just how how far it's come. Well, I think after after this year, you'll see a lot of clubs pushing for it now. Yeah. Everybody wants a piece of this cake. Uh, everybody wants to kind of get their club on the map and and they can kind of head headline makers which Darvo have now done but I mean that, back to Drum Chapel I was gutted their game was off on Saturday I know they they went up on a Friday night and they I think they had four or five supporters buses lined up to go up as well so uh, it, was, it was a bit of a sickness for the, the players and managers but as I said they've, they've got to tie on the night so fingers crossed they can get a wee equaliser and then who knows Yeah definitely we'll move into the results over the weekend in the league obviously the weather had played a part and a lot of games were called off, but we did get a few games going ahead. We'll start with the uh, the game, the game at Largs that I think probably generated as much drama as the Darvel game on Saturday. The Largs one B three was the score up until injury time. Now we we will say before, obviously we're going to talk about this as it stands. Everything you're hearing is speculation. I've spoke to both clubs, and both clubs have said, have just been honest and just said like they're waiting until the the investigations made, the referee's decision, things like that. Fair enough. Bees were three one up up until the game was abandoned injury time. Now there's conflicting reports of what actually's happened. The kind of thing that is it there's been a fracas in the, the touchline after the third goal for Bees. Bees obviously denied the chance to go top of the table. Again, just uh just a weird thing to talk about, and it? it's just that there's you obviously can't really say much facts because we don't know, but again, it's just uh it's not the best, is it? No, listen. Like yourself, I've heard a few different stories to kind of both sides. Uh, but the one for me is, it was in 93rd minute. I thought if a game goes by a certain like 70 minutes, the, the, the result stands for that reason. So yeah. 
I think I think if it, if there is if bees don't get awarded the the, the result, then I, I don't know what's going to go, happen moving forward because it's it's very very strange. But listen, I don't want to comment on the what I've heard, but we'll see what the, the end result is. Aye, I think it's one of those as well that you're you're kind of worried what you say and things like that. Like, I mean, I spoke to a couple of people at the game and they said it was it was a shame because it was a really good game of football up until that point. Now, bees obviously. They were they were going for six wins in a row and they would have went top of the league. I mean that's that that would have been some occasion and again we don't know what's going to happen with the the result and things like that. Now either there's either three things obviously that can happen and I don't know how it's going to work, but either the game gets replayed and starts from scratch with nothing each. We play the last two minutes or something. I've seen that done. We've seen that done before in the past. Yeah. Or they just award be the victory or. Again, just I, I don't know how it's going to work, but there's there's only really three scenarios that can work out here, and I don't think I think no matter what decisions made, there will be fracas for somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I think it's two clubs are going to have to sit down with where they can uh, the SFA and we'll, and and then we'll find out for there. But uh, I think it would be crazy if it was to get replayed for ninety third minute, or and I think it'd be even crazier to get restarted as well. So listen, it'll, it'll, I think it'll get. I think hopefully the right thing happens uh, and we move on quickly. Right, I mean it's just a, a shame as well. When again, just like lags were one nil up and bees were bees brought it back to three one. You know what I mean? It sounds like a. It does sound like a really good game of football, and I, I keep, you can feel for the, the punters as well. Obviously, they are like, I mean, a Saturday, a freezing cold Saturday afternoon. Probably the game. A lot of people would have thought the game maybe went off. Like getting yeah. there, you want to see, you want the game played to a finish, and just that for that to happen, it's a shame. It's a shame for everybody. I would say. Yeah, that is. That is definitely. But a big result for Peters Hill. They are uh, second one of the season, a two-one home victory over Cumnock. Uh, Marshall and Quinn with the goals for Peters Hill. Again, obviously, Peter Silva had a difficult run so far, and our team had obviously come up from the conferences. It's a massive win for them. Aye, it's huge for Peter Silva. Uh, obviously, they've got they've got new management in as well now. So I think uh, any team that gets a new manager, that you, you you automatically get a lift. Uh, we actually lost Ross McCabe. He returned to Peter yeah. Silva from from us. So Ross can back will will definitely uh, help there. Ross is a, a great defender. He's uh, he marshals the defence very well and, and he's also a goal threat on the other end. Uh, with Cumnock, my old club, I, I always follow Cumnock's results and I still keep in touch with some people doing Cumnock. So I was a bit surprised. Uh, I thought Brian and HS have done a great job so far this season, but I think since they beat Talbot in the Cup, things haven't been plain sailing. So hopefully Cumnock can uh, get back on track as well soon. Yeah, I mean, five games without a win in the league as well. And Again, it's the one of those sides, and I think there's so many sides in, in this league. Like all they need is two or three wins, and they can be right back up the table again. They're just a, they're, team, as soon as you get what, as soon as you can put a couple of wins together, you 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 move, you move up a few places. That's what's kind of no keeping us kind of down in the dumps. You know, we know ourselves we're capable of putting a, a few wins together and moving up the, the ladder. Uh, but I think I know I've been at two spells at Cumnock. I know how the fans work down there and. I, they won't be happy the new, but I think the fact that they've put Ock and Lecky out the Scottish, and I, I, mean, I think, I think Brian will, will get things back on track anyway. Yeah, I've no doubt about that as well. Really, they had a really good start as well. It's just been obviously difficult the past weeks, and they've still got games, you know, games to play, and it's it's the same that a lot of clubs are in the same boat. 
Uh, the final game in the Premier Division, Trin now awfully nil. By all reports, this was not a classic at Bowling Park. Well, <laughs> I funny enough, it's one of the games that I was gonna keep my eye on because it's it's two teams probably closer to us than the other end of the table. So I think a draw was probably the best result for, for us at Canvas Lang. Yeah, two sides probably in a, a similar position in terms of obviously after the second eleven is true in thirteens. Two sides probably they'll be they'll probably be a bit disappointed or not as high up the table, but as well, it's just with this competitive nature of this league, it's again just a, similar to every team, just a, a not a, get a run going and you can be higher up. Uh, that that's it. Like you've had you've had the Christmas period where you've had games called off, you've yeah. maybe not been training as, as often as you'd like to train. Uh, teams are probably going to have to find their feet again and then take it from there. But I think obviously both teams would be would be aiming to finish higher up the league, same same ourselves. Uh, but listen, a point's better than no points, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's one of those games where you you don't neither team will be will be happy, but neither team will be quite will be that upset. But the first division, we only had one game on, and it was at Bonnet and Bonnet and one got came three a double for Darren Smith. And for about the 40th time this season, we have new league leaders in the first division. Gart Cairn are top now in goal difference. Again, another league, but Gart Cairn are they're kind of really getting going as well. They've brought in a couple of really good players as well. Bowie, uh, Burns, Darren Smith, obviously, with a double. They're kind of beginning to find their feet, Gart Cairn. Uh, yeah, I think Gart Cairn were always going to be up there challenging. Uh, I, know the, I know a few guys at Gart Cairn as well. And, and, and listen, they were... They were they were challenging with us last year, same as St Caddox, but yeah. I mean, only one team went up, which was, was unfortunate. But so there's only one, I mean, they wanted to, both teams wanted to kick ticked on again this year, eh, which they are doing. That that league's always been brilliant for me. Eh, it's always tight, it's always tight at the bottom, it's tight at the top. And I do think, I do think between, there's only, I think between four or five teams, you'll, you'll see challenging for that league position. Eh, Drumchapel and Urpel have got a few games to catch up, but you've got like quality sides in St Caddox, Gartcairn, Shots, Lulloglin, the lobby up there, Coburn, even Coburnley, St Rocks, the lobby challenging up there as well. Yeah. See, obviously, like you said, you were in the same conference as Gartcairn and St Caddox. Have you been surprised with how much they've kicked on this year in terms of like the level of player they've brought in? And obviously, they've still got a lot of really good players who were obviously there last season, but they have kind of stepped up in terms of bringing players in. They've been able to recruit really well. Yeah, no, listen, they're, they're well backed, Gart Cairn. They've got great facilities, and uh, a new manager's come in. So, a new manager comes in, fresh ideas, and he's, he's probably already got signing targets as well. So, he's probably got, he's recruited really well. Uh, they're, they're tight at the back, they're scoring goals. But Danny Burns is a good signing. He's proven at that level. I think actually we were trying to get him as well. So, uh, ah, he's got a good one, and I think his partnership with Jordan Love will be pretty solid. And obviously you've got Darren Smith dropping down into the uh, juniors now to play. So uh, he's also had a good start to his, his first game scoring to the weekend. Yeah, he absolutely has. Uh, a wee word in Bonneton as well. Obviously they're sitting in ninth. I think a lot of people, we've spoken about this a lot, a lot of people have been very surprised with how well they've done this season. Again, they're probably, they probably weren't expecting to win this weekend, but they'll be really happy at this time of the year where they're at in the league. Well, it's funny because I've actually heard a few people talk about Bonnet and saying they're 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 kind of they're a decent side, they're hard to beat. They they play some good football, and and I know Ross Wilson's 
he said that he's been trying to get a, a decent move, so he's also found himself at Bonnet and a great wee club. And I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll. I, I don't think I think they've not done any debates to starts, but they'll, they'll, they're also going to take points off other teams. So that's why they'll, uh, they'll be good to see them kick on as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I really get a club that they're obviously they've got a lot of ideas where they want to go, and it's just obviously it's going to take them time. They've obviously came for the south. They've had to. They've maybe know the head style that a lot of other clubs have had, and they're they're getting there, and it's always a great place to go, and they're always very welcome. The, the, the greatest of budgets and stuff like that. So, but I mean, they've got a lot of young boys. So, I mean, if they can consolidate this year, then who knows? They they could maybe try and uh, push on again next year. Yeah, absolutely. We'll move into the second division. Ashfield closed the gap and ran through to four points. Uh, they now sit in second on goal difference. We are. A tight four three one. Bobby Barr with a double over Glasgow Uni. Glasgow Uni made hard work of it as well, but that's a big three points for Ashfield and Bobby Barr again. He just he's he's a big player for them. I again I was surprised uh, that he stepped down there, but then I think he's he must be he's probably with the manager and stuff. I think they're from the kind of same area. Uh, I was I was more shocked at the game went ahead. Then when I looked into it further, I realised it'd been moved to an AstroTurf, so that's why. Again, like Renfrew, obviously been held at home to Greenock. A big that's a big point for Greenock, probably more more as well. Obviously, that puts them into twelfth place on seventeen points from seventeen games. Renfrew will be disappointed though because they're that at home they've, they've only lost once this season, but that'll be a that'll be a hard one for them. No, definitely. I, I mean, I, I couldn't believe Renfrew were even in that league this year. To be honest, uh, they've they've got decent management there as well. They've a, a great, a great park, uh, and they've got good players. Really uh, good I like players, yeah. up front for them. Uh, boy, Kieran Diver, he's a, mm-hmm. I think I really like him. Uh, but I mean, they started like a house on fire. Uh, but uh, they'll be disappointed definitely. And but as you say, Greenock will be delighted with that point away from yeah. Big point as well. What do you think of the kind of second division? Like you've got the likes of uh, Craig Mark, Fourth, St Anthony's, Glasgow Pierce are doing really well. Mayball, there's a lot of really good teams in that league. Who kind of stands out in the the t- who giant would be the top three come the end of the season? Well, I mean, definitely Renfrew. I think if if anyone's ahead of Renfrew, they'll, they'll, they'll win the league. Uh, but like we played Craig Mark last year in the cup, and they were they were they were strong. They were big and strong, physical. Uh, we actually went two 0 down. We pulled it back to two each. Then we beat them in penalties. So it's hard. I mean, Craig Mark are up and down, uh, and obviously Ashfield are back up there again. So mm-hmm. uh, no, it's it's St. Anthony's my local team, so I always look out for the results as well. And they seem to be doing doing great so hopefully they can keep that beer on up as well yeah uh, the other game in the second division was Joker 2 Muir Cup 2 again two sides probably that will be they'll probably a draw with a probably been a result most people would have predicted in their their cooking on Saturday two sides that will be probably just content where they are just now I you're probably right Scott uh, Muir Cup probably hard for them because I've just lost their management so I, I, I don't know what's going on doing it I don't know if one yeah. of the players the team there. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at Yorker last year, you'd think they would have kicked on, but I, I believe they lost a, a few. They lost players. a lot of players. Aye. They actually signed uh, one of their players, Kyle Maxwell. He's he's like he's been a he's been a good addition for us. Brilliant. So. Uh, we'll move into the third division. We had two games in there. We'll start with a look to Port Glasgow five. Jamie McKenna with a hat trick. Port Glasgow move into seventh. Again, a lot of Port Glasgow, a lot of people thought at the start of the season would be would be kind of up near the top. They would have, they were kind of difficult run, but they're they're beginning to get going. That's four wins for the last five. 
I I was one of them. I thought they would have, they would have been challenging uh, or even at the top. Uh, Stevie's a, a great a great manager. Yeah. He's had a lot of success at Irvine Vicks and Adrossen. Uh, I so it's I mean it's interesting. That'll be an interesting league. I don't think there's a who's top of that league. Adrossen are sitting uh, a point clear of Lanark. You realise a Vila Clyde, Irvine Vicks. Vila Clyde were playing Adrossen. Was it two weeks ago? So that was a. A tasty affair, but no, it looks like Port Glasgow are starting to jail and find their feet, and they'll definitely kick on. Yeah, Jamie McKenna as well. He's been, I think we talk about him every week as well. He scores a lot of goals for Port Glasgow. Aye, listen, he's been about as well, and he's a, he's a big player for them. So if he can stay fit, yeah, they'll, they'll have a chance. Yeah, a thriller in Garvin. Garvin three, East Kilbride Thistle three, probably two sides that would have been desperate for three points. Obviously, East Kilbride have. It's been a difficult season for them. Garvin obviously uh, lost a manager as well. Uh, Robert Wells went in at Garvin. Right. Again, two sides that just will be wanting to get up that table. Well, listen, when at the start of the season, I seen East Kilbride had signed a, a few, you know, a few big names. So I thought East Kilbride had ran away with it. So I was, I'm a bit shocked by that. But now I know a few have now left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in it's it's always been. Since Peter Leonard, my old current manager, since he left, things haven't been plain sailing. But I don't know if Peter's back involved somewhere in behind the scenes. So uh, I think he might go. He might be helping out as well. So you, you might see Garvin picking up again. Yeah, I think they will. I think obviously it's going to be difficult this season. I think they lost a manager really early on, and again, it's difficult. I, I think as well. Obviously, like Mark Cora. Mark Cora was a big loss. He went to a draw, and he's obviously yeah. kicked on as well. Losing players like that is really difficult to to get replacements. No, definitely. Listen, every team's on the same boat. They're, they're always going to lose their better players to to to, to uh, further up the league sides, uh, bigger leagues. Uh, as a player, you want to play the highest level possible, uh, and and some teams also can't really ma- match other teams' uh, wage budget. So that's a big factor. Yeah, uh, fourth division. It's now fifteen out of fifteen for Kilsyth Athletic. A five-one home win over Easter House. Again, we see it every week that Kilsyth train just keeps going. Ah, it's 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 brilliant. It's it's good to see as well. Uh, Easter House. I, I actually know a few of my mates play Easter House, so I, I I knew they're a decent side. So that's a that's a big result for Kilsyth. Yeah, and the other result was Rossville Academy 3, Campbelltown Pupils 2. Again, Rossville, that's their first one in a long time. I think that's a, a, the five-game losing streak I think they were on. Again, a big, just a big three points, especially when, again, when there's no other really games on and obviously just getting a getting a win on the board is massive. Probably two teams I don't really know anything about. Uh, but as you say, you'll do anything to get three points. And as I said, it's... That one win can kind of kick you on a wee bit of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, we've got some games on tomorrow. And again, weather permitting, but all reports are that a lot of these games will be fine. Uh, four games in the Premier Division. Auchinleck against Largs. What do you think? Uh, we, we played Auchinleck last Saturday. So, I've played Largs twice too. Listen, Largs are a team that, that go... That go away to kind of, they've been away to Darvon one, they've been to Glen Afton in one. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that I know Arnie, I know the way he plays and he sets his teams up. So but Auckland were, were good last week against us. We we took the lead, probably scored too early, but no, they were Auckland were fit, fast, strong, and uh, probably deserved their win against us. 
Yeah. Uh, Cumnock against Kowanen, that could be a, a really big game as well. Obviously, Kowanen, would you say maybe Kowanen are, are sitting in a false position? They're sitting in th- uh, 14s. They've got a lot of games to make up in the rest of the field. But again, they're, they're a team that they'll be they'll be wanting to get up that table. And they're more that's that's okay for both teams, to be honest. Uh, we've played Kowanen at the start of the season and I was very impressed by them. I've mm-hmm. seen played the Goms at Paulo and, and he's, he's been very successful at Auckland Lex. So he's a winner. Uh, but some of the players they signed and the, the way they played, I thought they, I thought they'd have been challenging this year. So I'm very surprised. Yeah. Like again, Kowinen just need to go on a, a couple of a wee run, a couple of wins, and, and they'll shoot up the table and then take it from there. Yeah, big game at Newlands Field. Uh, Pollock against Horrelford as well. It's a, a big game for both clubs. Pollock obviously in a really good run. Again, they're they're what to keep touching. They're what to keep within distance of Darvel and B at the top of the table. It's a big game, and Horrelford are certainly no easy team to beat. No, Dan, Dan's been about, he, he knows he knows uh, these types of games, he actually kind of games that he loves, but Pollock, since Max, he's been in, he's, I think it's uh, been a good start for them. They're, they're scoring goals, they're not conceding many goals, uh, so I think uh, I think Pollock might edge that one, actually. That's going to be a really good game, obviously, another a big game towards the kind of bottom end of the table, one I imagine you'll be keeping an eye on. Glen Afton against Peters Hill, how big a game is that? What? What would you want? What would you want there? <laughs> I draw. I think I would want a draw there. But both, again, like us, like ourselves, both they both teams need need to pick points up. So uh, you might find it could be a high, uh, hopefully a high scoring draw, even a couple of red cards and a few suspensions picked up. Hopefully, <laughs> and there's a massive game in the first division as well. Again, every game seems like a massive game. Rutherland, Glencairn against St Rocks. I'll be entertaining. There'll be there are two teams that will be will be looking for three points and a. A big challenge for both sides, I would say. I no, listen, Wally Harvey again. He, he knows what it's all about. He's been up the top league, and and I think he's hungry for more success. So, mm-hmm. I I think that will be a tight game, but I think I think Lincoln might just edge that one. Yeah, some really good games over over the midweek. We'll have a roundup as well. Yorker play Rossville in the West of Scotland Cup as well. We'll have a wee roundup on Friday, available on the website. We'll touch on obviously Canvas Lang the next few games that are coming up. Some big games in there away to Clyde Bank on Saturday, uh, home to Arfley, away to Irvine Meadow, and then two home games against Troon and, and Meadow again. Some really big games, some big chances as well to get some get some wins in the board. I they're they're massive games, Scott, coming up, uh, especially the ones at home. We really need to pick up points at home. Our park's no great, so Teams are turning up and they, and they can't play the football they want to play. So we really need to pick up points at home. Uh, Clyde Bank, is, is, I don't know if it's, a, if, it's ever, if it's a good time or a bad time to ever play them, but I mean, for me, they're the form team in they're, they're scoring plenty of goals as well. Uh, and confidence is flying there as well. Moff's done a great job here, him and Gary. So, uh, no, be a tough one for us on Saturday. Uh, after that, I mean, as I said, the uh, you're playing against Medav can a wee bit surprise me to be honest. They've kicked on since George came in. So yeah. I think we're gonna to need to pick up points for these and next four games. And obviously towards the kind of this is a kind of serious bit in the season where obviously like every game's a massive game. What's the kind of what is the kind of thoughts of the season ahead? Like where where these obviously like stay staying up, obviously the, the kind of be all and end all was that I think at the start of the season it was always the objective to stay in the league this year uh, and then hopefully see what we can do next year but at the present moment in time we're just trying to be positive 
we just can't afford to fall further further away for teams. So we need to, there's other teams running about us picking up picking points up. So we need to start picking up points fast as well, or we, or we will slip away. Yeah, absolutely. And it, as as I say, Scott, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show and best of luck for the season ahead. I really appreciate you yeah, coming on. Thanks for on. I appreciate it. It's been good. Cheers, Brilliant. Scott. Thanks very much. Uh, obviously, we will have a round uh, round up on Friday uh, after the, the results over midweek. Hopefully, they'll go ahead. And we'll be back next week for a new show in the West of Scotland Football Show. Thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in and we'll see you all soon. Cheers. Mm-hmm.